Hello world. Welcome back to my one person podcast, The Bible Abridged. Today's episode is brought to you once again by Dai Tin Barbershop. It's a barbershop in Brooklyn. Get your haircut there. It'll look great. You can't see me, but I got my haircut there yesterday and I look great. And you can too. Anyways, here we go. Leviticus 21. Well, Moses just kept cranking out rules. Or God did through Moses because he was shy, shy and angry and jealous. Priests can only make themselves unclean for funerals of very close relatives and not ones related by marriage. It's not clear how unclean they're allowed to get, though. Like, can a priest have sex with a pig while drinking its blood for a funeral of a close relative? I'm not sure, but probably not. Also, they can't cut their hair or their bodies. Also, they can't marry a woman who's been selling it in the side, or even one who's been divorced before. If a priest's daughter is out there fucking for money, he has to set her on fire. High priests can only marry virgins. If a lady has ever fucked before, whether in marriage or by fucking for money, she's the same in the eyes of the high priest and can't be married to a high priest. Oh, and God hates cripples and people with birth defects, even though he's the one who created them that way. Nobody with any kind of defect, their words, not mine, whether it's being blind, lame, disfigured, or deformed, nobody with a crippled foot or hand, any hunchbacks or dwarves, anyone with an eye defect, anyone with festering sores or leaking pus out of their orifices or has damaged testicles is allowed to come anywhere close to the food that we're giving God or the altar where God, me, because I'm God speaking, not Moses, Nowhere around anywhere I am can anyone with any defect be, because I think they're grossed. Leviticus 22. And the rules droll on and on. They revisit a lot of the irregular rules, and now they're being reiterated for priests. They specify that nobody outside a priest's family can eat the special priest's food except for his slaves. If you do eat special priest's food, you can make restitution by paying the priest 120% to the value of this food, Then it goes on to all the animals you should kill and how they need to be perfect animals because God hates cripples and any other living creature that's not absolutely perfect, especially when they're being slaughtered and set on fire for his amusement. Also, you have to wait seven days after a baby animal is born before you set it on fire for God. Otherwise, it's just plain cruel. Also, a priest has to eat the animal that was set on fire as a way to say thank you to God, but he has to eat it all right then and there or at least before the next morning. Leviticus 23. And now we go through all the special days and festivals, some of which we've covered before. Sabbath. You can work six days. On the seventh day, rest. This one's etched into stone into this cute little ark down there. The one I don't let cripples or blind people go near. Or people with damaged testicles. Passover and festival of gross bread. On the 14th day of the first month, so roughly around Easter, I think the first full moon after the equinox or something, for seven days, don't eat any yeast. First fruits. This is when you each give a liter of your finest flour along with some olive oil, fine wine, and a perfect lamb. Give it to the priests, who will totally give it to God by eating it and drinking it themselves. Festival of Weeks. This is the Harvest Fest. This is when you can harvest the rest of your grain, but of course you got to keep them sacrifices coming because 
I love the smell of burning flesh. Oh, when you do harvest, do a sloppy job so poor people can come feed themselves off the crops you miss. Festival of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah. I was actually born on this day. Fun fact about me. On the first day of the seventh month, so around early September, you can have a nice rest by going to the tabernacle, worshiping me, and listening to trumpets. Oh, and give the priest some food to give to me by them eating it. Yom Kippur, or Day of Atonement. On the tenth day of the seventh month, so around mid-September, don't do anything but give food to me and feel bad about stuff you've done. Festival of Tabernacles, or Sukkot, or Sukkot. A few days after Yom Kippur, we'll have a massive event. You bring sacrifices to me, and then you get a bunch of branches and be really happy that I exist. For a whole week, just dance around and praise me, because I deserve it for not killing you. Leviticus 24. And now, starting right now, I want constant lamps lit all night by the ark. I mentioned it before, but yes. Keep thy clear olive oil coming, and we'll keep the lamps lit. This needs to continue indefinitely. And go get your finest flour and make twelve loaves of bread, and stack them into equal six loaf stacks, on a table made of pure gold. You wondered why I had you rob the Egyptians of all their jewelry? Well, I did it because I wanted you to melt it into gold lamps and a gold table to hold bread on. Aaron can have the bread. And now we get a cute little story. There was a guy. His mother was an Israelite. His father was Egyptian. One night he got in a fight with a full-blooded Israelite. And in the heat of the moment said God's name along with a curse. Probably along the lines of, I hope Yahweh the Magnificent stomps on your testicles so hard that you're not allowed to go near the Ark of the Covenant. Well, Moses put his ass in custody until God came down and told him, Anyone who says anything I don't like, take them out of camp and throw rocks at them until they die. Doesn't matter what their ethnicity is. If they make fun of Yahweh the Magnificent, you have to kill them. Why don't I kill them, you ask? Well, set aside from the fact that there's a voice in your head. Because I don't want to. You do it. And they did. They threw rocks at this guy until he died. Well, Moses repeated his rule about letting soil rest in the seventh year and then made up a new thing called the Year of Jubilee, where every 50 years, everyone goes back to where they're from and nobody harvests any food. They just eat what grows naturally from their fields. Then there are a bunch of rules like don't rip people off when you sell them land. Don't charge interest to a poor Israelite when you loan them money. And don't try to profit off them anyway. Don't take fellow Israelites to be slaves, only foreigners. If an Israelite sells himself to a foreigner, anyone in their family can take their place. Leviticus 26. I guess Moses was thinking that people weren't paying attention before when he said these rules. So he said them again. Don't make statues and then worship them. Not because it's stupid. Because it will make me jealous. I'm God. Also observe the Sabbaths. All of them. If you do these, I'll allow the change of seasons to be natural, and it will rain when you want it to, and it won't rain when you don't. I'll clear out all the scary animals from your land, and everything will be peaceful. And by peaceful, I mean you will slaughter people you don't like instead of them slaughtering you. And you'll always be a year ahead on your food reserves. If you don't listen to me and all my crazy rules... You'll lose the people you don't like. I'll kill your children and send scary animals your way. Your bread rations will be scarce. If you still don't listen, I'll make you eat your fucking children. And I'll ruin your cities and scatter you across the fucking planet. God will make you eat your children. And if you ever leave me, 
I'll make sure that you're always terrified all the time. And you'll never feel safe or happy or comfortable ever again. But if you come back to me after that, I'll treat you good, baby, because I love you. Just come back to me, baby. Do everything I say. You'll be golden, baby. I'll even forgive you for making me so jealous before. <laughs> I made a joke earlier about God not being Eminem, but he's starting to sound a lot like him. Leviticus 27. Well, apparently you could dedicate people to God for money, coincidentally costing more shekels the more able-bodied the person is. The rest of the chapter goes fully into how you can totally haggle this if you're broke, but at some point a priest will get involved. Also, God has a no backseeds rule, so everything you give God, you can't take back. And that is the end of Leviticus. Uh, in maybe two weeks, I'll pop into Numbers, the fourth book of the Bible. Until then, why not go get a haircut at Dietin Barbershop? And have a great couple of weeks.